Hey, Snuffing Torches listeners, you can find us every Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. All right, what's up? Welcome in to Snuffing Torches, our season 44 premiere episode, premiere recap. Me, Clemmer, Nate, John Rich, we'll have a rotating crew all season, I'm sure. Uh, first of all, let me apologize for the delay. Uh, a bad a bad premiere for me to miss. A jam-packed, entertaining, fun premiere. Uh, was storming a court Wednesday night. We were on the road for work. Just didn't have much time, me and Glennie, to watch it. Figured, let's wait till we're back in New York. Knew we would get it out uh, before tomorrow. So we'll be live again tomorrow uh, after the episode, actually, this time. And going forward, every Wednesday night, right after uh, the episode, we'll be live at, you know, 9.05. I have no wedding rehearsal dinners this fall. <laughs> or this spring. Oh, yeah. So, who knows? Anything could come up. But as of now, empty empty wed- uh, Wednesdays on my schedule. Um, guys, welcome in. I, I feel like uh, the premiere kind of snuck up on John Rich. He said he didn't even realize it happened. It did feel like this is yeah. an earlier start than, than recently. Yeah, I had no idea. I, I was traveling last week, so I guess that's kind of an excuse. But when you texted me last night about doing the show, I was like, holy shit, Survivor's already happening. So it's good news. I was excited to watch it, but yeah, it snuck up yeah. on me. Well, John, it's interesting. Like, you're a very new Survivor fan you, yes. to the point where you hate Jeff Probst. So it, it's, it's fun. I like your the dynamic that you bring because you have you have nothing already in your brain. Like Survivor started, you're like, all right, let's go. So I, I appreciate that about you. So I think you're gonna bring a lot like to this season because basically you only have last season to base like all your knowledge on. Yeah, I've watched a few. Um I think I've maybe watched the last four and then I've like pick and choose a couple random ones. But yeah, fairly new perspective. I'm still trying to figure out why Jeff probst is so beloved i i can't quite put my finger on it don't really have any legitimate reason to not like it but to not like him i just he's off putting to me i know that's very if you, unpopular if you're just starting if you're just starting like you did i could kind of understand it but when you've been a day one survivor right. survivor fan and you see you've seen him grown through the years that's what makes him special but yeah i mean two hour premiere Honestly, it took me about two and a half hours to watch it because the CBS app on my TV kept crashing last night. Uh, but very – so I, all I saw online was, like, great premiere. It was it was good. I, I feel like it was kind of a bunch of idiots. Like, like I, I feel like great premiere. There was not exactly outstanding uh, gameplay uh, to be had. Uh, the, the shot in the darks was were, were weird. Uh, I mean, shout out to Brandon for correctly playing his idol, I guess. Um, but it, it seems like maybe early on we could be in for like a, a Survivor Gabon type season where it's Tommy, just... stop, stop. I'm going to stop what? you right there. I'm, we're not coming in with this negativity. This it's goddamn not negativity. It's not like, negativity. I'm not saying negative. it was... Hold on, hold on, hold on. It was, in terms of premiere episodes of seasons, a top five premiere episode of any season ever it was chaotic it had gameplay yeah, it was it eventful int- it introduced two pretty cool twists it had a couple boneheaded i want the jeff Lo Bo- bozo of the week award to be added to our segments because there was a couple bozo moments but i thought in terms of just the overall premiere episode i thought it was great i loved it i was captivated yeah. from the first weird cold opening that they did with 
the producer doing the interview. I thought that was unique and cool. That was cool. I did like that a lot. I, I was captivated the whole time. I, I thought it was a very, very, very good premiere. It was enter- very entertaining. It was also incredibly frustrating. Um, some of these people are very dumb or they just don't understand the show or they just panic. Maybe all three. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, it was, I was entertained the entire time. I'm a little bit nervous. I don't know if this is going to have the legs of a strong season. I, I think once these kind of wacky idiots kind of uh, are gone, is there a, now it's tough. The first episode, we're only with these people for two hours, but is there enough meat on these bones to last an entire season? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. that I think is the concern. I mean, don't get me wrong. It was entertaining. It was eventful. Just from, from what I saw on Twitter, I was able to actually not have it spoiled for me, which was shocking. Uh, I was expecting like, I don't know, a, a, a amazing gameplay or something where it was, it, look, it was entertaining. It, it definitely kept my attention. Um, but I don't know. It just wasn't what I was expecting. But what? I do agree the character, like, I'm all in on Carolyn. I know people are going to no. hate her. She is, based on Gabler winning, you have to put Gabler as oh, you're, no, trying to make up, you're trying to make up for your Gabler. Yeah, uh, no, you have to be from last year. That's no. what happens. The, the number one idiot who nobody expects to win ends up winning nowadays. Marianne, Gabler. So, Carolyn, guess what? Top of my winner ranking. No, uh, Carolyn is Carolyn's a whole different. She's a whole different animal. Like yeah. you can't compare her to Gabler. Gabler is was annoying and at times, but he was always at the end of the day like a smart guy. I'm, I'm I know I'm doing some revisionist history here. Carolyn is just a wild. Like she's a wild card. Like, but I'm in, I'm all in on her as like a character. Yeah, she reminds me a little bit of a uh, Debbie. Um, like she was like the female coach. Back, I forget what season that yep. was. Uh, but, uh, I mean, yeah, to open a season like that, I was shocked. I mean, every Survivor season ever that I can remember opens up with just shots of the scenery and then, like, zooms in on Jeff or whatever. It's like, you know, 39 days, once people want to survive. Like, to open up a cold, uh, more or less a cold open like that, um, I thought was a, an interesting choice. I liked it. I liked that it switched up. And I think it means that maybe it means Carolyn is going to be a major player, in, not in terms of, like, a good player, but – a major character in this season. Can I say why I liked it is because I, it made, I don't know why they've never done it before. It, it made like that line in the sand between like your old life and now your new life. She's like, I just start talking. And he's like, yes. And she's just sitting on a beach, like reality behind her, this new life in front of her. I just thought it was cool. She's like, I guess this is just what I do now. I just sit here and talk. It's confusing. And it just shows like they really do just throw them down on this, sand beach and say go uh which when we talked to mike uh hoboken mike he kind of said the same thing he's like you they don't tell you anything they just you just start the game and it's confusing and you just kind of pick it up on the fly and i that's why i really liked that cold opening it just showed how confused you could actually be it's like talk about myself yes yeah. it, it's weird i guess i like the cold opening but it instantly solidified her as my least favorite character instantly like it just i don't know there's something about her she's a disaster man like maybe she'll grow on me a little bit i did like when she maybe getting ahead i did like when she later kind of started like being self-aware talking about like yeah i know like i talk all the time and i'm like super annoying and like my kid was telling me to not be annoying and so she's got some self-awareness there she's kind of trying to figure it out but that was off-putting i'm not gonna lie that that was an off-putting i think i'm attractive to carol I, no, I think I, I have, I, I, think I like have a crush on her. Lips for half the I, there's something something about her. I have a crush on Carolyn. 
I, I but John Rich, to your point, I think it's interesting. You can game plan. You can try to be as mentally strong as possible. You can say, I know I'm annoying. I'm going to go to this island. I'm going to keep quiet. I'm going to play the game. And then what's like the Mike Tyson quote? Like everybody has a plan until you're punched in the face. You just you can crumble that quickly. And she did. She was annoying and paranoid immediately. Yeah, I mean the the opening challenge, the uh, reward challenge. She's just having fun like like jeff probst like seems like she's having like an arcade game trying to throw the rings uh up there like she if they i mean it obviously didn't happen last night uh they did they come in or no they came in second i think in the immunity challenge but uh like she does seem like the most obvious first boot of all time for whenever that tribe loses but the way that things have played out in recent seasons, you have, you have no idea the the prototypical quote unquote goat or person that would go out first. I feel like has not been going out first. Here's she's not a gabler, I, Tommy. I, I'll let you off the hook. She's not a gabler. You know, I have a good eye for this stuff. She's not. She's not gabler. I, I know, Caroline, she was throwing. You don't. She know. was throwing the rings up. She wasn't. She was laughing. Yeah. Like if I was yeah. on her tribe, I would be fucking furious. Like it's one thing if you give your best effort and it doesn't work. That happens to everyone. It's a weird thing. Who's who's ever practiced that? But if you think it's funny, you're failing. That's going to be a quick boot. And Jeff Probst. One last thing. Sure. I know we're going to recap the episode. I will say I think this cast is a little too typecast. I think it's they they have you know they have one wacky person. They have like the foreigner who is funny. They 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 have the the young nerdy guy with the spreadsheets. It's all a little too calculated and, and just like formulaic now with the survivor casting. I, I think they do need to mix it up way more. Yeah. So let's, here's a, here's a little run now. We'll, we'll finish out the reward challenge. Then let's just go through the tribes one by one early cast assessments. And then we'll do the, uh, the little advantage Island, which it's crazy. They still don't have a name for, and then immunity challenge tribal. But yeah, for the rest of that reward challenge, it was, Green winning, and then the Savier Sweat, which this is the first time they've ever done it, where I believe where the second place team gets to choose Savier Sweat, and the other tribe is left with the other option. I think in the past, um, I probably should look this up, but I think in the past both tribes have had the option of what to do. Uh, Orange came in second; they chose the Sweat option, which was just a bunch of coconuts, uh, and it took. I think Savvy is always the option to go. I think the idea that this is a reward is stupid. Like the, finishing in second place doesn't mean anything because like the, um, the, the savvy part was like hidden. So like, you don't even know what you're really choosing. I think that, right. you know, I, I thought the, like it being a reward to pick was pretty lame. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's just, you know, it's better than, than not having the option, but uh, obviously we don't win the overall challenge. You're at a disadvantage. And uh, the, the other tribe uh, purple basically got the, they got, I, I'll be honest. I didn't understand what that fucking puzzle was. Not at all. Like yeah. out of X's or something. <laughs> I, I was I was very confused. I was like, I'm glad. And I'll tell you what. If I was cho- if I was in that position, I'm not volunteering to do the sweat or the savvy. It's first of all, it's just a numbers thing. Where like you don't want to be the two isolated from the four. Like I think you want to use that time to get in the numbers. The, the counterpoint to that is that if you are in the two, you could develop a good bond. Like you saw Matt and Brandon, they're like, we got each other's backs. Um, especially if you're doing the, the sweat more than the savvy, we only have 15 minutes. But uh, I would always just be like, that. that's a big thing to me. I always say this, never volunteer. On Survivor, never volunteer. Yeah, the one dude did say like, I'll do it, but please don't use this against me if I get it wrong because 
I, I he everybody's so aware now that they shouldn't volunteer that it seemed like everybody agreed with him that if they got it wrong, they weren't going to like prosecute him for it. Yeah. Persecute? Uh, no. Prosecute? Persecute. Prosecute. Persecute. I don't think they're going to bring him to a courthouse. Persecute. Yes. Theoretically, courthouse. It was uh, Carson and Helen that, that got the... Uh, the all right, let, let's go through some of these tribes. Uh, let's start with Purple, the Tika tribe, which is Carolyn. We've talked about her. Uh, Helen and Carson, who did the uh, uh, the savvy thing. Carson is the the NASA guy, nerd, spreadsheet guy, big Survivor fan. He he's the one that said he gained thirty pounds, right, to come out yep. here. Yeah, uh, dude got jacked. Yeah, I, I was wildly impressed with that. And then we I also did. have Bruce, R.I.P. Bruce. Uh, oh yeah, well, well, just quick, quick <laughs> uh, tribute to Bruce. Just goes down oh. in the in the reward challenge, and then. Is taken out of the game like a day later. R.I.P. Bruce, gone but not talk, forgotten. Talk about Dude. the bozo of the week, just diving headfirst into a fucking pole within five. He's not even hungry yet. Like, I'm no, I have my bozo of the week. It's not him. Can, can I, I say this? How, how, how can he not win bozo of the week? In Bruce's defense, when they showed it, I thought, huh, I'm surprised that hasn't happened before. Because they do run full speed and try to get under. I, I could... By the way, shout out Survivor producers. The slow-mo zoom-in on his head yeah. just gushing with blood in the 8 o'clock hour. Children must be watching. I was pretty surprised by that. But yeah, he to get the medics called in five minutes in, it, that is pretty bozo of the week, Tommy. I love Bruce. I felt bad. Like, he seems like – and then I, I, if you listen to the Jeff Prokes podcast, he does say that uh, Bruce oh, is a – What? What? No three plugs to to rival podcasts. What, what are we doing? If you if you if you read the notes, the transcript of that of that show, you'll see that Bruce has an open invitation back whenever he wants to come back. So I hope he comes back. Reading up yeah. on him seems like a really cool guy. We don't talk Jeff Probe stealing our idea for a podcast. Yeah. What when does it does his yeah. podcast go live right after the episode? Yeah, he already knows what happened. It's not fair. Yeah, that's not, not fair. Cheating. That's not fair. That's not relatable. He's uh, too close. He's too close to the show. I didn't know existed. Great, great job, Clever. Uh we had to keep that a secret. We didn't want to give that any shine. <laughs> uh, it was in the entire episode. It's all every three seconds they plugged it, I felt like. Yeah. R R. I. P. Bruce. Um then we also got Sarah, Yam Yam. Uh early early thoughts on this tribe. I think uh, Carson, Sarah, and Helen, they, they seem to sort of uh, form a quick bond, maybe a quick three-person alliance. I think those could be three players to possibly watch. That if we're like talking Yam-Yam. about good Yam-Yam stuck out to me the most. He was likable. I, I'm, I'm cheering for Yam Yam out of that whole tribe. Yeah, yeah I don't think he's... He seems like he's going to be a fun, a fun character, yeah. but... Uh, I think if we're talking like if we're looking for strategic players, I mean Carson. I think I think Carson would be one of my early favorites just because he comes off as likable, endearing, but clearly he knows the game. We got spreadsheets about Survivor. It's one thing though; you can know all the strategy, you can know all the history of Survivor, but to be able to um, employ it, you need a, a social game. You need to be likable, which he seems to be so far. He he's a robot. He printed 3D puzzles so he could practice puzzles. He made spreadsheets trying to figure out like the GTO of the math of the voting. Uh, I, I always say you should never come onto the Island without knowing how to swim or knowing how to make fire. 
I appreciate a player like him who is playing it strictly as a game and not as an experience. I do like that because at the end of the day, you're playing for a million dollars, like fuck everything else. I don't like when people are there to make friendships and because, and, and you know, that dude who climbed a rock and almost killed himself. So he's my bozo of the week. Yeah. yeah. If, like, we, if he, we want to jump ahead, he was going to be my bozo of the week. I don't feel bad for that guy at all. And I know they're saying he was likable. You, you get on survivor, you wait your whole life to get on survivor. And you like at least Bruce was in the challenge. Like at Bruce, at least Bruce was competing for his driving the challenge. Matt, for absolutely no reason, climbing climbing that rock, whatever the hell structure that was, and falling. I, I was just like, what an idiot! And then he that puts whole, his drive at a disadvantage. Like, yeah, hurts your drive. Forty-four seasons in, and people still don't understand it's a game. It, it's not an experience. It is it, it like I, I hate that he was climbing it for the view. Who cares? Does the view help you get from point A to point B? Does the view yeah, it's an ocean, brother. You, you can see that. You can see that from anywhere. It's a bunch of water. <laughs> but the edit, maybe the edit cracked me up because he was talking about how I'm 40 years old. Like people say, you're supposed to have a midlife crisis. I'm not going to have a midlife crisis, and then proceeds to like be the definition of somebody having a midlife yeah. crisis for the next like five minutes of the episode i mean he, he's losing it he's like already losing it yeah i so if we, we skip ahead to that did anyone have any last thoughts on the on the purple tribe i think we covered them oh i, did, I just want to know tommy would you be friends with carson like if carson was in the office would you be buddies with him or would you hate him um i think i'd be friends with i don't know it's it's i mean i've seen you know two minutes of footage of him on a reality tv show but he seems he seems nice enough. I don't know. His philosophy around the game just seems similar to what I imagine how yours would be. I guess that's why I immediately thought of you when I saw him. Yeah, I mean, I think he's uh, definitely more. Uh, what's I like? I don't want to say nerdy because it's not like I'm, I'm a jock, but like the NASA angle. Like he definitely comes at it more of that angle than I would. But uh, he seems like a, a nice enough guy. Like he seems like. Like that seems like maybe uh, the archetype I could have been cast for for sure. If, if we're doing like I'm rooting for him, I know he's only 20. He probably doesn't have a huge you know chance to win necessarily because he's so young. But he's someone I'm like, all right, I really like like Nate was saying. I really like his angle to the game. I I, I appreciate. I, yeah, no, I, I do too. He, he's one of my my early favorites. I am. I could be a trio to watch. I don't. Th- I don't think he can win. He's 20. He admittedly is not a social guy. I think. I, I know you can study the game as much as possible and he understands how to play a social game. It'll be a huge question mark if he can actually implement the social game. I think that's a lot easier said than done when you just have never done it before in your life. I agree, but I think he he showed some potential to do that last night. Like, it's not like he was immediately like secluding himself being a weirdo. Like he seemed to be getting along with the tribe, which yeah. I think is a good sign. Um, so yeah, let's go to the orange raw two tribe. We saw the most of them since they went to tribal. We'll save the, the tribal talk, but let's talk about the, the key situation. So what do we think of the, what do we think of the bird cage? Awesome. I like it. I like, uh, it. I, yeah. I thought, so if the bird cage thing, very cool, they all need to figure out what's in it. I was with Brandon. I thought it was a tribe thing. I, I, I would oh, have done – there was no reason to think that it wasn't a tribe thing or maybe it was just the way it was edited. They made me think that if I would have found the key, I would have called everybody over too and been like, hey, guys, look, I found the key. Let's open it together. I wish on the key they wrote, you have found the key. Now go – like I wish it had a note on it So because the it, inside of it, having the real idol and the fake idol is so fucking cool. 
where if he just did it himself, he takes the real one, he locks back up the fake one, and he puts the key somewhere. Someone finds it. Someone finds it. They think they have an idol. That's a whole season-long arc that got ruined all because the producers didn't make it clear that it's individual, which, again, I agree with. I didn't think it was individual either. For some reason, it just – the way, maybe it's I agree, but I think that's that's part of the twist too. Is that you have to, you know, think like like Maddie wanted to be like, let's keep it a secret, let's not open it in front of everyone. I think that I, I will say I think Brandon handled that situation perfectly from start to finish. Where I think that after he found it, he tried to hide it from Maddie, which I think is the right move to do. But he realized Maddie was onto him, saw him do something weird. So I think telling Maddie, like throwing on the ground, and be like, oh look, here it is. Smart play. I think that otherwise Maddie goes back to camp and is like, I think Brandon found something, then you're screwed. So I think he played that smart. And then maybe what I would have done differently is just me and Maddie would have known about it. But at that point, you have no idea if you could trust her. Like, and maybe he got a bad vibe from her. And then you're locking yourself into a secret from the rest of your tribe with one person who you can't really trust. I have no problem with him. I, usually I'm not a big, obviously, as we know, I hate when people go say, I have an idol. I have an idol. This wasn't that this was, I have a key to this new fucking thing. Now I don't know what it is. Let's open it together. So I think that I, I don't have a problem with how he played that, but yeah, I do agree with me that, but I bet one of the other two tribes, it does work out that way. And what are the chances? What are the chances anybody can, secretly open that cage with nobody noticing i mean that seems very difficult in itself so even if you are trying to go hide if you find the key i mean that'd be tough that i mean you can do when everyone's sleeping but i I guess i don't know exactly where it is in relation to camp but it seems like i don't think it's like that close okay i mean i think it's like pretty close but i don't think it's like it's not five feet away from where they're sleeping. Like, I and think you that- don't have to open it immediately. You can be strategic about when, you know, you can hide the key in your bag and you can open it when you know you're safe. Also, tribes are small with three tribes, so it's not, you know, 10 people yeah. on each. Do you I really think like so? I like that it's like in a, like everyone knows if it's gone. So, like, or whatever, like, like Nathan, you could always do like a, a switch, but. If, if that gets opened and it, it gets taken out, like you can just take all of it out too. I, I don't know. I think that, I like the idea that it's public. I also like the idea that finding a uh, immunity idol doesn't mean you can't use your votes. I always hated that, like that penalty element of it. I never liked that. So yeah, I like too. this list much better than we've seen the last couple of seasons. Yeah, the beware advantage is is gone now, which I like a lot. It's well for now. It seems like it's gone, which I'm happy about. Do you think they would have let somebody if somebody just breaks into that cage, like with a rock? Is that That's fair what I was thinking. Like, can you just take the cage and bang it against a tree? Yeah. I, I figured no, because everybody had that thought. I figured no. But it's kind of like one of those gameplay things where I'm pretty sure they tell you you need the key to open it. Probably. Um, but I do like it sets up future seasons where now people watching at home see it and they understand. I mean, there's a lot of things you can do with it. You can they already put a fake idol on it. So like there's that aspect to it. But you can put other stuff in it yourself. You can write something on a piece of parchment and make up a fake, you know, twist yourself if you felt like it. There's a lot of ways that you can angle it if you have the key and find it. So I'm excited for the future of this twist. Yeah. And I'm not sure. Do you think there's a fake idol? It's probably something different in every one, right? Because no, every tribe the, the island challenges were all different. 
every tribe I would I would I would guarantee has an idol and a fake idol. Really? I, I think for that they would they would want everyone at the same competitive yeah. advantage for that. Well, they did yeah. it for the they did it for the challenge. They gave everybody different rewards. Yeah, that one they they, they just do whatever the fuck they want with that thing. One last thing I like about this a lot too is uh, last year between season one and season two is basically just a photocopy of the season. So like you had the same twist, you had the same everything. Where the fact that we had the birdcage now that's a difference from last year. I know they filmed these back to back, but I like that we're seeing different things in season B of the same year, if you will. I think that yeah. makes it a much more exciting watch. Last year I felt so bored. I'm like, are oh, we seen this already? Yeah, I agree. Like I think that uh, I understand why they did it because it's like, all right it's our chance to use these twists again because the players don't know what it is, but you got to think from the audience and the audience is like, all right, well, we know what this is. We know the secret phrase. So I like, I, I, I did like uh, the birdcage twist a lot. Uh, other, other thoughts just on that orange tribe. Uh, like I said, I, I think Brandon played it well. Um, I think that Jamie is an idiot. We'll get to that later. Matt is an idiot. Uh, I kind of like Kane's vibe. We didn't see too much of him, but he seems like he could be a player. I don't rem- what did he do? He's the law student. I, I don't remember anything that he did. He didn't do anything. His confessionals, he had like a good personality. He just seemed to be kind of a sharp guy. I liked him too. Yeah, he's like, like another Canadian. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, they're obsessed with shoving Canadians down our throats now. Kind of gross. Do we all um, agree that Matthews are Bozo of the week then? I think we all we seem to be Bruce. A- Bo's mine's Matt. Oh, mine's Matt. Like that was Bruce. So- I think Bruce oh. is a clear winner. Yeah. Um. Let's go to. Let, we'll, we'll talk more about them once we get to the tribal council. But let's go to Green, Soka. Uh, we got um. Claire, who had tweeted at me that she would bully me to help me get on the show. So I think I like her. Uh. Then we have Franny. And Matt, who seem like we could have an island couple. We haven't had a showmance in a while, but the scenes for next episode looked like they were vibing. They were vibing early on here. Matt, it was ridiculous that his like his sob story was that he just went through a breakup. Brother, yeah. I mean, come on. He's like, oh, I just went through a breakup. It's not even like it was like a divorce or something. Like, it could have been like a three-month relationship. Uh, so, But I will say, credit to, to the editors, not too much sob stories last night. Yeah. Well, they're coming though, Tommy. You know they're coming. I know they're coming, but it, yeah. it, it didn't feel like it was getting shoved down our throat as much. Uh, and then we also got on that tribe the firefighter, Danny Bronx firefighter. Got to just like him, Joshua. Who I feel like we didn't really see anything from, and Heidi, who I think we also did not see much from. You don't. You don't meet very many people named Heidi these days. Yeah, um, but or, I mean, this is. Oh. I'd say this is the tribe we probably spent the least time with for yeah. sure. So any, um, any thoughts? I actually, uh, just, Josh, Josh we, we did see him a couple of times. He's a doctor uh, and he seemed really sharp. I think he's one to really keep an eye on. Uh, I liked him a lot. He didn't, like I said, didn't see him very much, but when we saw him, he's always kind of saying very smart things or had the right plan. I don't know. I, I really like him. He's someone I instantly was like, Oh, this guy might, might go far. I didn't like Heidi. I just remembered she's the one who started the fire, correct? Heidi? I yeah. Mean, she's the one who started the fire and had an attitude about it because they were trying to, like, have the firefighter start the fire. She's oh, like, yeah, oh, yeah, everybody yeah, doubts yeah. me. She had a bit of a chip on her shoulder, which seemed a little forced. Kind of a little off-putting to me. 
She has over 40 patents filed. She she was Sick. she was in the ocean talking about how she's from Puerto Rico. Um, they definitely gave a lot of background on her. So I don't I think she's going to have a good run. That's my read on her is she will go to the merge at least because they didn't really have to give us any background when she was just floating in the water and they did. So that's what I wrote down. I feel like Matt and Fanny are going to be the story of, of this tribe. I feel like that they both seem like smart, smart players. Obviously, a showmance is always going to uh, attract some attention if that ends up happening. Um, and they both seem, you know, smart enough, like smart enough players. Nate looks disgusted at the idea of a showmance. I, I hate the that Tommy keeps saying showmance. It just that's what ugh. it's called. Yeah, it's just gross, dude. Um, also, you have to be an idiot to get into a relationship while playing Survivor if your yeah. plan is not to stab them in the back. Like Boston Rob, one of the greatest players ever? You're, if you don't stab – yeah, he only won once. Keep that in mind. But if you don't stab <laughs> someone in the back – If you don't stab someone in the back – The marriage is one twice. If you choose, yes, if you choose right. romance over winning Survivor, you're an idiot. Well, no, I, I do agree with that. But Someone you've known for three days, you're going to like – be nice to instead of winning the show uh-uh i kind of like it might keep you like you know mentally a little less likely from going insane you got a buddy there you know and, and you can stab you can, in the back John like, Rich, you can cuddle up you can be lovey-dovey but if you pick saving them over winning the show you're an idiot that's true yeah, well, if, you, if, you're, if you're being uh lovey-dovey and stuff then you're going to just put a target on your back yeah you have to do it in secret but my point is, anytime someone picks a guy or a girl over playing the game of Survivor, you just you lose our respect. Agreed. I'm rooting for um, love. I'm not, I'm yeah, not going to say, I think I'm with Clever. Let's go. Yes, well, look, we're there to win. We're there to win. You'd rather, you'd rather find the love of your life than win? I'm there to fuck. <laughs> Fair. Yeah, I can't um, argue that. Yeah, that would be some. That would be funny. There's one guy strategy confessionals. Just like, <laughs> look, yeah, I'm just here to fuck. Like, he, like he, he got cat. Like he thinks he's on like the Bachelor Red or something. Like just here to Bachelor of Paradise. Smelly <laughs> is Bachelor. Yeah. Uh, so the uh, Advantage Island again. I keep saying it. They need a name for it. But the three people that go are uh, Sarah, Matt, and Lauren. Um, all very diplomatic ways to find it. I love that Carolyn thought she was going to be like the only one, like she was just going to get to go. Carolyn was just like, yeah, I just wanted to go. Like I thought everybody would just let me go. Uh, but they end up being the three. Do you think it is overall good or bad to be the one that goes to that thing in the first episode? I wouldn't want to go. I, I wouldn't want to be with my tribe. First, they just meet me, like they're bonding. No way. I would not want to go. They they all kind of seem to fuck up the lie too, or they lie in a way that I think is going to fuck them up. Yeah. So the, from the purple tribe, it was Sarah. Uh, so the it was an int- a, a new twist on this where uh, basically you reach into a bag. If you there's three things in there, there's one advantage and two you can't vote. So you reach in if you get the advantage, boom, you're good to go. If you get can't vote, then you have a choice. You can either go back in, but you risk not being able to vote again, or you could go back in and get the advantage. You still would have lost your vote. So that's what happened to Sarah. She goes in, she can't vote. 
Well, then she gets the inheritance advantage. First time we've ever seen this, which gives her the opportunity to gain all the advantages that were played at a tribal council. I am a little bit confused about this. Uh, just because I don't understand when she does she get all those advantages and then they're just you they're played for her that tribal. Nope, I I, I read uh, this. Good question. Okay. Um, so if someone uses it, it works for them. If I use it at tribal, it works for me. And then afterwards, you get it. What? Wait, say that again. Are you're asking if it if if I have uh, an idol at tribal and I use it, does it work? When do you get the advantage? After, after tribal. Oh, what if what if the what if the idol worked? You still you get just, it. You inherit it after tribal. Got it. That's interesting. So but you, you have to do you have to play it like before you know if people are going to play the idols. I'll read you. It's in it's in Dalton's uh, recap on Entertainment Weekly. Hold on, let me read it to you. All right, well, while you pull that up, let's go to uh, Matt because he's simple enough. He drew that he can't vote uh, twice, which absolutely sucks. And then Lauren, uh, she got just right away, uh, she got the bank your vote, which gives you the opportunity uh, to not vote at one tribal council and gain an extra vote, uh, which I believe, I'm sorry, we should have looked this up, but I believe you could use that extra vote whenever you want and have to use that at the next tribal council, right? That was my okay. understanding. Yeah. Okay. Um, the way this advantage works is any idols or advantages that are played at that tribal council have full power to the holder, so they play as normal. But once they are played and tribal is over, those same idols or advantages are secretly given to the holder of the advantage with the same full power. Huh. Okay. So if there's a, an, a tribal where just a bunch of shit gets played, it makes sense for her to play that. So that's, I guess, the word in inheritance right you just it gets passed down to you and it keeps the power so she, can, she needs to play it does she need to play yeah. it for tribal during tribal or after tribal we don't you know you say it secretly uh before tribal so could you get fucked if nobody plays them yes you just lose it okay oh okay. i thought i thought you could play it after the tribal that's what i was wondering okay so that you least, must I mean, declare your intention to play it at the voting booth Oh, okay. Why don't they say this on TV? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Th- th- this is this is like where they just need to very. If you're going to introduce that many new twists, like you have to, you have to. Uh, it would be so like, easy to give a like, quick ten sec. Remember when Survivor came back? What was it for, uh, season forty one? And Jeff was doing like one on ones with the camera, and then he just randomly stopped. And he was talking about the monster every two seconds. Use that time to explain these yeah. brand new advantages and stuff. Yeah, th- yeah so I'm looking at this live or read. It needs to be played while you're voting like the the nullifier. Yeah. So I it's cool, though. Mission. I like it because you can manipulate someone into playing their thing and getting them to play it knowing that you're going to get it. So if you know, if you're tight with someone and you can stab them in the back, be like, hey, people are talking about you. You definitely should use your idol knowing that they're going to use their idol and then you play your inheritance advantage. It doesn't like it's, it's such a cool way to, I like that. I like that. use of it a lot. Me too. Yeah. I like it a lot. Like get, get, if you have an alliance, get as many advantages to be played as there are out there and then use your, 
so yeah. but but you you don't get it for that tribal so like you're not safe at that tribal so you have to you don't want to be too crazy yeah. right they have to be played so right right right, right. I I am, think it's okay cool. I, I like that i mean it's power it's like insane it, it has the potential to be the most powerful advantage yes. in the history of survivor and there's levels to this shit because once people know that this is an advantage that's out there, you just start getting paranoid. Are they only telling me that people are going to write down my name? Are they lying to me because they want me to use my idol so they can then get my idol? So it, there's definitely room for just levels on levels on levels here. This is a good question. Colt in the chat. If she finds her own idol, can she play the idol and the inheritance and then also get it back? Probably not. I would guess Why not because inheritance implies that you're passing it down to someone. So I would assume True. not. It's a good but question. I mean, just by the, by the letter of the law, any advantage played at that tribal council. You're not wrong. Again, that that's is... something where it's like, hey, explain this to us on the show. No, we said we had to have two minutes of Matt's anxiety. <laughs> or even like, remember season 41 where, where Jeff was like doing a lot of stuff to break it up? Like, like we would just have a random thing with Jeff. This is where that would be useful. I'm just real quick. Hey, here's the exact rules of the uh, inheritance advantage. The banker vote, yeah, it's a little more simple. Uh, you just get an extra vote, You're, and and it doesn't have to be used the next tribal council. You use that whenever. That that's fine. I kind of like that. Um, that was Lauren. Uh, okay. So to recap, Matt can't vote at his next two tribals. He gets back to camp. He only tells them about one. Shows them the parchment, which I think is smart. That's the other tough thing with that, too, is that you go back there and you just know everybody is, like, on to you. Like, you have to come up with a lie. Everybody knows you're lying. You know you're lying. But I think Matt played it pretty well by having some physical proof. Yeah. So, I, they only always, know them. I kind of, of the mindset, I mean, this might be wrong, but that early in the game, I don't think I'd lie about anything. Like, it's too early. Someone's going to get fucked up. You're, like, immediately going to look shady. Like, I mean, you can do it in a good way. Like, you can probably do it right, but it never... I, mean, I think it depends me, I always on... think you should just tell the truth for the first time. I think you should tell the truth. Ever. It depends on who you are, though. Like, if I'm uh, Sarah and I got the... I'm not going to tell everybody, hey, I got the inheritance advantage. Like, if you're Matt, I think telling the truth makes sense The like the first... Like, Matt... Played it perfectly, I think. Like, I wouldn't tell people I, I lost two votes because then they'll be like, all right, let's just get this guy out of here. But yeah. being one vote where it's also conceivable that even if they find out from the other tribe the twist, like it's conceivable that he said, oh, after one vote, I didn't I didn't put my hand back in. So I think Matt played it well. Uh, Sarah, what 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 was her lie? She, she said... Oh, wait. she said she risked it and she's not sure. She said it was like past seasons where it was yeah. like risk your vote or protect your vote. She said she risked her vote and that she's basically not sure until they get to tribal council. And then uh, Lauren just says that she lost. She was going to tell the truth, but she ends up just saying uh, that that she lost. And so then at the immunity challenge, which I'm surprised I've never seen this happen before, I thought was interesting. Claire went over to Matt and was like, hey, what actually happened at, at your guys? And, and Claire was like, Matt showed us that, that he d- can't vote at his next tribal council. He had the parchment. And Matt was like, oh, that's interesting. Uh, Lauren didn't didn't show us anything. So that kind of put Matt onto the scent of Laura of Lauren. So good move there by Claire. I'm surprised we haven't seen that in the past. I agree. Yep. Yeah, Any, totally. uh, anything on the challenge? Uh, green one, purple came in second, orange to tribal, Caroline Peter Pence. Had another medic another medic yeah. appearance. 
They got to for the medic. It definitely set the record for most medicals in an ep or in a premiere. There was that one co wrong episode, Brains, Brains, Brawn, Beauty 2, where like everybody was dying on that. Piece. Is that when everybody just passed out? Yeah, that was like Caleb got <laughs> netted back. Like everybody just died on the beach that episode. Yo, that was a crazy scene. Like, yeah. Jeff's just watching people pass out left and right, and he's just like, come on. It's like Jeff, they're dead. You have got to dig yeah. deep. This is Survivor 44. I, I love no time for a heart attack out here. I love Jeff interviewing the medics as they're being yeah. medics. <laughs> Get the play by play. John Rich, me up. Je- when the medic comes in and Probst is doing the over the top play by play and analysis of what's <laughs> happening, it, it is a bit much. I will it's give a you bit that. much. But it's, um, it's his charm. It's his charm. So, sure. all right. Orange goes to Tribal. Do you guys have anything else from the episode before Tribal that you want to touch on that we didn't? Um, we covered it pretty well. No. Um, I don't know how the hell to make sense of this Tribal Council. This was just chaos. Uh, yeah. You know, Matt tells Brandon that, hey, I think Lauren is lying because I talked to Claire at Tribal. Maddie doesn't trust Brandon, basically because Brandon didn't trust her with the key. Jamie's like, hey, I may play my shot in the dark just because, for no apparent reason. Uh, it, it was, hey, it, it felt like Brandon was maybe the target. Uh, it felt like Maddie was maybe the target. It felt like Lauren was maybe the target. There was no clear, we do not walk away from that tribal council with any clear alliances on that tribe. No, they had the scene before Tribal saying something about Brandon having the idol. And it, it, it was basically, you know, it was Survivor 101. It was entry-level Survivor. Vote out the guy who has the idol. Right. So, But they did show that for sure. No, no, but I'm saying like alliance-wise, like I don't leave that Tribal Council being like, oh, here's the majority three or anything. No, like no, that. they didn't have any of that. No. Yeah. Uh, oh, I mean, I think. I mean, three people did vote for Brandon, right? Two people voted for Brandon. Two? Okay, right, right. right. So I guess there is no major. Yeah. So it was, yeah, so it, it uh, Jamie played her shot in the dark. Right. I thought that was stupid. I just, oh, it made no sense. No, no reason to. Matt played his shot in the dark. Also stupid. I mean, maybe, maybe his thinking was, you know, I, that my tribe's going to view me as a liability because I got hurt or whatever. But, Two people that it's not like their names were too hot on the chopping block. Lauren decided to use her bank of vote. So there were three people that couldn't vote. So there were only three votes from the tribe. What? Lauren was smart to do that because she wasn't on the chopping block and now she has an extra vote. So credit to Lauren. Yeah, I I think she's the only one that successfully used an advantage. And yes, they can only use the chopping block. Somebody asked in the chat. Uh, Kane and uh able now kane and uh uh what's her fucking name maddie what? kane and maddie ended up voting for brandon what a little bible joke for the boys uh <laughs> and brandon played his idol and voted maddie so she got out uh with only one vote i thought brandon i think that's very smart use of the idol i think that um whether it's like the first episode or not are there people trying to come in here uh whether it's the first episode or not if you find an idol in front of the whole tribe and the whole tribe knows you have an idol, just play it at the next tribal council. Just play it. Don't don't even risk it. Like, even, even if you're like, oh, let me hold on to it, everybody still knows uh, that you have it. It's a target on your back. Just take it as like, 
in a, it's basically an immunity necklace for one tribal council. Can can I tell you, Tommy? This is the difference in current gameplay as opposed to those mid 30 seasons, late 20 seasons when the gameplay was so over the top and so good that they just did very basic level vote for the guy with the idol. There was no manipulation. There was no let's make him seem like we're voting him to flush the idol. There was none of that. It, it was all very base level survivor, which is fine. And and but he realized that he he realized that these players aren't good enough to pull one over on him, which makes it a little just it makes it easier to watch because there was times when I was binging Survivor when I was just running through the episode when the gameplay was so good and so advanced that I had trouble keeping up with like how good they were you don't see very much of that anymore so it was smart of him to use the idol but unfortunately the level of gameplay has decreased where he never even for a second you know thought that they were flushing it it was just we're voting for you because you have one so this is an interesting point from zach and i have something i actually have a a maybe bone to pick with jeff probst zach says do you think anyone noticed there wasn't a vote made so theoretically, everybody should have expected there to be four votes right. because everyone knew Matt and Jamie couldn't vote. But uh, when when Jeff pulled out the last vote, which was the third vote, he said, and going home with one vote is Maddie. Now, him saying one vote, did that reveal that that was the only vote left and the only vote for Maddie, which would then reveal that another person did not vote? And how would, like, how's the rest of the tribe going to... Well, what think, else do you want Jeff to do? Is the last it was the last parchment? Just in the- be like, uh, and the first and the whatever first person voted out of Survivor. But then they'd yeah. be like, "What the fuck? Why? Where's the other?" I think no yeah, matter what, put it together, right? vote didn't get played. I don't think Jeff what? did anything wrong. Oh, that's true. Did Lauren? Did yeah? Lauren told the tribe that she didn't have a vote. She lied yeah. and said that she lost her vote. So that that never mind. That that settles that uh, when uh, she got back. From the island or whatever, and she got back from the abandoned island. She lied and said she didn't have a vote. Uh, so that that settles that. And now, yeah, like you said, Lauren set up really nicely where there's a little bit of proof with the tribe, where it's like, hey, I told you guys I didn't have a vote. I actually couldn't vote. You know, there were only three votes, but in reality, she knows this extra vote uh, that nobody knows about. Okay. Uh, but Jamie using her shot in the dark. I don't know. I, I that just has to be paranoia it just, it just it, i i can't even like one person whispers one thing in your ear and then you just assume you're being voted off it has to be that type of thing yeah and maybe for matt it was like he didn't want to pick a side didn't want to pick an alliance so early but i mean grow some balls like you got you, got, you just got to pick a side like instead of just you're gonna have to vote eventually you're gonna have to like eventually draw a line in the sand uh it does stink though the first time it worked, it was so inconsequential. It wasn't like, oh, my God, it worked. Yeah. It was, okay. Yeah, Jamie, so Jamie was safe. Matt was not. Uh, yeah, it would have been sick if it was like Jamie was clearly on the chopping block and, and she was safe. Uh, the, but- the idea is cool for late. Maybe they shouldn't introduce Shot in the Dark until the merge or something like that. Because it yeah. should have – I want it to have like high consequence. Like I want it to be so high risk reward that you need that one in six to, like, save your ass. Use I think it should just be dumped. I, yeah, I, I don't I, like I, it. I, I'm with you, but it's it was so inconsequential that it ruins the appeal of the entire twist. It just... Yeah. The craziest thing was after she won or whatever, after it was, the tribe was over, someone said congratulations to her. Congratulations <laughs> for what? It doesn't, doesn't matter. 
didn't give a fucking vote. It was infuriating. First ever winner. Goes down Survivor history. I guess. In- infuriating, uh, frustrating. The paranoia is obviously really real with some of these people. And it's going to be their downfall. Like, Jamie's not going to last very long in this game. I mean, this, this is just... Yeah, but, I mean, hey, I- I'm now at a point where I can't count anybody out. You just can't count anybody out. In the, in yeah, the best game. players aren't winning. No, but the <laughs> yeah. worst... I mean, the worst... I mean, Jamie is horrible and Carolyn is horrible. They're not going to win. I mean... I don't, know, don't, don't do this. I, I'll do it. I'll do it all day. I, I, I will say those two have zero point zero percent chance of winning. <laughs> there we go. Oh, there no. we go. Confirmed. Confirmed. Both to the final women. three. That's fine. <laughs> Carolyn and Jamie are short for this game at best. Um. So let's do our jib cut of the week. Can I talk cat? Let's. Can we talk casting real quick? Sure. I, I mentioned it before. I just wanted to circle back on it. I, I mean, obviously, it's only been one episode. They need to do way more villainous casting. Everybody last season was so kumbaya. Everybody season well, before, Jesse. besides Jesse, everybody season, but even he wasn't all time villain. He just he, he was a good player. Yeah. He was a vindictive player, but he wasn't a villain. I, I just yeah. I'm I think they cast way too soft. I I would like to see just way. They're doing more goofy characters instead of just like cutthroat characters. I I I just need them to change it up. I I feel like everything is so typecast right now, and I'm I'm getting it's just copy and paste. They're just control C, control V, and year after year. Uh, I I really would like to see them mix it up. I want someone to be mean. I I want I want a real meanie. I do too. I just want a real mean person on there. Yep. But yeah, I'm I mean that's it. I don't know. That's it's woke survivor. It, I wasn't going to get into that, but it, it is all a bunch of libs, right? Like we, yeah. we, we need some, some Pass new... the goddamn conservative on this show. <laughs> I mean, Russell doesn't even watch anymore. He can't stand these sleepy Joes out there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know. I agree. I mean, it is, I, but we'll see the casting though. There's been some interesting characters that have, that have come up, but not, we have been missing on the villain. And I do think you need more of a mix um, the, like it does seem like there's, there's a, I think this is a good group of characters. I'm not positive will be a good group of players, if that makes sense. I think we're going to get more entertainers than we are, um, like strategic masterminds. Yeah. And, and that's why I also like, and I think everybody will agree returning player seasons are just always better. It's just, they just are. I think we're for, due for one soon. I'm, I think I'm, next season. Didn't Jeff say they're not going to do that anymore? I can't imagine that's going to be. No, I think they said they'll do returning players, but it'll be all with like 41 on. Okay. Which sucks. Yeah. Old school players who have nothing to lose and come in cutthroat just make the show better. It just I would love to do like a new school where it's like 10 people from yep. before yeah. 40 or before 41 than 10 do, people do, from and just just see the old school just dominate them. Do decades like 2000 to 2010, 10 to 20. That would be, like be great. The only problem is the 2000 ones. Like, when they bring back the people that have been, like, when I was a kid playing, they're usually... I mean, you were a kid in the 1970s. Let's yeah, that's right. Right. I was well, a lot. When, when you watch them at the talkies down at the right. driving. No, but, like, whenever they bring back some of those older... Usually, they, they're just not quite game ready. No, I, mean, I, I agree. Mentally, yeah. and mentally, especially. Yeah. It, it's hit um, and miss, but, yeah. Let's do our jib cut of the week. I'll start. I like the cut of Brandon's jib. Uh, I think, like we said, I like the way he played 
Uh, everything he played with the key and the idol, I like the way he thought it through. Kind of funny, he's a former NFL player that basically just yeah not tired in the first challenge. Uh, but that <laughs> makes him a little bit relatable. Uh, so I'll go with Brandon for Jip Cut of the Week. Uh, I'll go with Carson. I really love the idea that he has the spreadsheets and he's, he's <laughs> looking at this analytically. I, I, I love a good spreadsheet guy. Uh, Carson immediately won me over. I, I, I hope the nerdy stuff doesn't come too into play. It's more about strategy with him, not him overcoming being a nerd or whatever. I just love his angle. I'll go with, I'll go with the Yam Yam. I like Yam Yam. He's got a good vibe. He's got a cool name. Yam twice. Exciting. He's a beautician, a little flamboyant. Also, um, I, I wanted to give it, I kind of wanted to give it to the medic, but he yeah. also just sent, he sent a That's, very obviously concussed player back in the day. So I don't know if he really way, did a good job. That's a new medic. Like who was the old, who was the blonde, the blonde British guy? Maybe somebody in the chat. Uh, he was like a legend, survivor legend. Uh, like he, he was always Dr. Fuck, what was his name? Hold on. Let, let me, let me look it up. Uh, when do you guys go? Bruce? Um, I don't know. I don't know. So John Rich just took both of my jib cuts. Um, I was going to say yam yam because he was great. Just he was very funny. I he made me chuckle out loud a couple times. I, I will give him a zero percent chance of winning. Guys like him, uh, the funny Whoa. guy. Oh god damn it! Um, they they don't usually win, but I, I really liked the cut of his jib. Uh, if I had to do a dark horse, oh, you know, I have my winner pick, by the way, Tommy. Um, if you oh, like Dr. Joe, Dr. Joe, everybody in the chat, that's how I was thinking of Dr. Joe. Are we it doing says on his survivor wiki 2015 to present, but he was not, we didn't see him last night. I don't know. He was like, will, uh, sorry, wait. So final jib cuts. I went Brandon, John, yam, yam. I went with Carson. Carson and Nate yours was Yam Yam. Yam Yam. Uh all right. Should we let, let's do our just early winner pick. I know I it's early. It. What? I all have right, it. Nate, I know first. who's gonna win. Who? It is going to be let me find his name again. It's gonna be Danny the firefighter from the Bronx. Maybe. I mean, we did see a little bit of him last night, more than we needed to based on how little involved he was in the game. He's going to, he, he has it all. He, he has the look, he has the charisma, he has the physical ability. He, he's, he's a firefighter. They do well on the show. I'm going Danny from the Bronx winner. Clamor. Uh, I guess Franny, I think has a good chance. Uh, I know that we maybe see some, some romance in her future, but I think uh, I felt like she was getting a little bit of a, winners early winners edits i feel like the producers someone likes her obviously in there so um i think franny has a good chance john rich i'm gonna go with helen for <laughs> no particular reason other than it just seems like these like down the middle players just go really far and fly under the radar and end up winning i don't think she did anything impressive I, she, she seems like a smart girl nothing like crazy impressive but yeah We'll go with her because I I don't think you can pick like one of the better players like they're they're just not winning. I'm deciding between Carson and Sarah to her the two alliance or maybe early alliance members of Helen. Just looking, I mean, again, it is this used to be a lot easier to do. You could pick out like five people and with like ninety percent confidence say that one of them were going to win. Once Gabe or Marianne win, 
again, Carolyn could win for for God's sake. Like there, there's no, there's nobody off the board that could sure. that is like a zero. Uh, so I'll go with fuck it. I'm gonna go Carson. I'm gonna I, look. Maybe maybe he's just gonna be the Jesse of this season, or he's gonna be like the fan favorite that goes far, uh, that doesn't win but has a great story. But maybe maybe he'll pull it out. I'll, I'll go Carson just for the hell of it. I have a hot take about Carson. I, I think he's going to end up imploding. I, I I don't think he's as strong mentally as he needs to be. I For some reason, I could be totally off. I, I just don't see it ending well for him. I'm trying to think of who uh, who else I think has a, a – I think I think Sarah, Carson, Helen, that what about trio. Josh? How do we feel about Josh? That trio. Huh? I'm just going like through Josh this Yeah, Ratu, I could see Kane winning. Uh, I could see maybe Lauren. She played well last night. Brandon, I think he'll just be a merge target. What? You name half the show? I'm just saying people that can win. Josh. Josh. Uh, here's the thing. Claire liked what I saw from her last night. I feel like if you if you want Survivor, you're not tweeting at Tommy Smokes. Like, she's, like if, if she was a millionaire, she would not be, like, <laughs> even bothering on Twitter. Like, she'd just be out there. So, I feel like for that reason, she's maybe not going to win. But, Ooh. yeah, maybe Matt – I'm just thinking of people that can win, but again, who fucking knows? Who I'd like to give a zero percent to Kane. Really, I like the cut of Kane's dude. I, I I'm on Survivor, as you call it, Tommy Wiki, and the picture they use of him is just so off-putting that I, I everything about him screams zero percent chance to me. Yeah. I'm gonna go zero. I'd go zero for Heidi too. She she's gonna have an attitude. She's gonna rub people the wrong way. She was already like starting again with the whole chip on her shoulder about the fire. I just feel like she's gonna wear people thin pretty quick. Yeah, if, if I'm gonna pick a zero point zero, I'll go. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm not gonna take Carolyn because just out of principle, I'll go Yammy. 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 I was gonna fuck. <laughs> Probably true. <laughs> um, I'm gonna take Carolyn because she actually has no chance to win. She will not win. We'll see. We'll did, see, Christopher. Did no, no, did somebody say Matt has zero percent chance? No. He, Which he's Matt? a zero. He's a zero. Matt the rock climbing guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's a zero. And honestly, they focused so much on Brandon in episode one. He's a zero. Like there's too much Brandon. Not gonna win. He's a, yeah. You're right. He's a zero too. Oh, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I have to read up on the cast bios. Heather, I fucking hate Kane. Said he's, gonna be, he's a better looking. <laughs> Let's go, Heather. All right, Heather. I mean, oh no, Kane. If he's, if he's kidding, then that's kind of funny. <laughs> I, I imagine he's kidding. Yeah, he's got to be. Uh, yeah. So for fantasy teams, I, we could do a random draft. Also, there's like seven of us. We'll figure that out. We're not going to figure that out right now. Um. And the the survivor survivor pick I think is just too hard with the rotating cast and it's also kind of dumb. Look, we'll just have some discussions. We don't need to have a bunch of little games and stuff. We'll have our jib cuts of the week, our uh, our bozo of the week, our uh, updated winner and zero point zero percent chance picks. But uh, the other stuff, you know, we'll we'll, we'll figure out maybe as, as by. Tomorrow. All right, Tommy. How about this? We 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 need a graphic made for winners pick and zero point zero percent. And then if someone nails it, they they win something. I don't know what, but they win something. Just just from this episode? 
No, we'll get everybody. Everybody's winner pick, everybody's 0.0, and we start it now, and we'll just see if someone nails it. I like that. But I'm saying we don't update it. We don't update it every week. Yeah. yeah. No, we don't have to. Don't well, know. theoretically, then you could just pick a new per- You could pick a new winner every week, and then maybe you get like one new one or something at the merge. You can switch yeah. at the merge. Sure. But you get double if you don't switch. But I mean, every week I think we'll still just discuss who our uh, possible winner is, just for for fodder, as they say. Um, All right, make sure you like like the video right now if you're still watching. Subscribe on YouTube. Uh, Subscribe on Apple, Spotify if you'd rather listen there. And then, uh, yeah, we'll be live tomorrow night at nine oh five. Whatever. It's it's not a hour and a half episode, is it? I think last year they had two hour and a half episodes. Great question, Thomas. Start the season. Uh, Thriver 42. Uh-oh. No, that's the premiere. No, I, th- I think it's only, pretty sure it's only an hour. Um, I will say I've heard very good things about this season. It's said to be one of the best seasons in a while, according to Jeff Probst. Oh, um, no I, way. Jeff Probst said that? No, but like there's a, I forgot who was telling me this. I think it was a former play or, or somebody was was saying that like behind the scenes like the people are pretty real about um the of like what they think of the season like yeah maybe publicly but like behind the scenes they'll be like yeah that one was a dud that was good and that behind the scenes people are jazzed up about this season so there's there's some good optimism i like that. Uh, yeah. yeah supposedly production loved this season so we'll see uh That's it. Like, subscribe. Um, We will see you guys uh, tomorrow night. So quick, quick turnaround for for the Snuff and Torches gang. See you tomorrow night. Uh, Make sure you tune in. Bye. See you guys. See ya.